0: Trump campaign is now reaching voters online.
1: You are seeing the president of the United States. Look at the lines.
2: You join our movement. A lot of uh, President Trump supporters here. Greatest movement in the history
1: of our country. Joe Biden refuses the leader of the Democrat Party to speak out and put an end to the lawlessness.
2: He's ashamed of our country. The VA, uh, as I said earlier, was just a mess under the Obama-Biden administration.
0: How many police officers need to be assaulted in the streets of Portland by radical left mobs in order for Joe Biden to condemn this? I don't understand how we have leaders who think that it's okay to tell us as parents that our kids can go and get an
2: abortion without our consent yet we have no right to keep them home from school. It's just, it's its completely hypocritical. I can't believe that he's calling these folks peaceful protesters. Well,
0: I think Joe Biden is totally on the wrong page on this and he's completely out of step with where American women are when they talk about how to protect their families. We are one people, one family, and one glorious, Nation under God. We will make America great again.
2: Welcome to Team Trump Online.
1: Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Team Trump Online. I'm Hogan Gidley, National Press Secretary for the Trump Campaign. Tonight, we have the pleasure of welcoming Lauren Boebert, U.S. House candidate for Colorado's 3rd District, and Linda Walker, National Rifle Association board member. Ladies, thanks so much for joining us.
2: Thank you for having me. Well, there
1: could not be a starker contrast between President Trump and Joe Biden than on the issue of our Second Amendment rights. Joe Biden supports drastic new gun control that would fundamentally destroy the rights of all Americans to keep and bear arms. This past Wednesday marked the one-year anniversary of this infamous clip of Joe Biden bragging that he would actually come for your guns.
0: Buy an assault weapon that has multiple rounds, or buy an assault weapon that has 100 rounds Even though it may not, you can't point to the fact that it, in fact, had stopped it before. Do you want more of them on the street?
2: Do we want to do that? So to to, to gun owners out there who say, well, a Biden administration means they're going to come for my guns.
0: Bingo. You're right if you have an assault weapon. The fact of the matter is they should be illegal, period. Look, the Second Amendment doesn't say you can't restrict the kinds of weapons people can own.
1: Lauren and Linda, I have to get your reaction on this. Lauren, first to you, then to Linda.
0: This is exactly what the Democrats do. They tiptoe around our Second Amendment until someone slips up. Biden is no different than Beto, who is no different than my opponent in this congressional race here in Colorado. They want to take our Second Amendment rights away from us. And I find it very ironic that uh, they classify... Uh, these firearms as assault rifles when they're coming after law-abiding citizens. However, we see members of Antifa out in the streets with AR-15s, and there are suddenly no longer assault rifles. We have mostly peaceful protests. If you don't know what the Democrats' plan is, it's to strip you from your right to defend your life. I'm here to tell you that right now, they are coming after your guns. They're not hiding from it anymore.
1: I love that, thanks so much for the comment. And you know, they always say the quiet part out loud when it comes to guns, sooner or later they get exposed. Linda, what's your response?
2: Well, the DNC has just put out their platform on our guns and they are spelling out to the people of United States that the gun ban agenda is where they're going. But to the point of Biden saying that the second amendment is not an all and be all, our forefathers have to be rolling over in their graves. You know, we've got a constitution that has worked in our country for over 250 years. And to think that someone who wants to be president of our United States wants to not uphold our U.S. Constitution, to me, for any politician who does not want to uphold our Constitution, they're in the wrong line of work and they should not be running for president of our United States.
1: That's absolutely right. Thank you so much. Look, while Joe Biden has been hiding for quite some time, he cannot hide his radical views toward the Second Amendment. Just a few months ago, Joe Biden spoke about having gun confiscations or Beto O'Rourke solved the gun problem. And you may not remember, but Beto O'Rourke ran for president and was unapologetic about his mission to take your guns. Let's check out this clip of Biden embracing and promoting Beto's radical anti-Second Amendment agenda and promising as president, they would work together on a federal gun grab.
0: I'm gonna guarantee you this is not last year's see this guy. You're gonna take care of the gun problem with me. You're gonna be the one who leads this effort. Are you in fact in favor of gun confiscation?
1: Yes. Are you proposing taking away their guns and how would this work? I am. Exactly how are you going to take away weapons from people who do not want to give them up? Then that weapon will be taken from them. Uh, If they persist, there will be other consequences from law enforcement. There will be people that don't turn their guns back in. What's the next step for the the federal
2: government there? There have to be consequences. In that case, uh, I think there would be a a visit by law enforcement. To gun owners out there who say, well, a Biden administration means they're going to come for my guns. Bingo.
1: Lauren, what message does that send to law-abiding gun owners across this country?
0: As a law-abiding gun owner myself, I've already taken Beto O'Rourke on once, and I really don't want to have to take him on again, but I'm not afraid to. The first time Beto O'Rourke announced from a presidential debate stage that he was going to take our personal property away from us, hell yes, we're going to take your AR-15s and your AK-47s. Uh, It wasn't enough for me to sit at home and complain about him when he announced his campaign stop in Aurora, Colorado. I drove three hours to his presidential rally with my Glock on my hip. I grabbed the microphone and looked him in the eye and told him, hell no, you're not taking our guns. That became a national rally cry for our Second Amendment. And I did that because I didn't see anyone else doing it. I didn't see anyone else standing for freedom, but I saw a whole lot of people giving our freedoms away. And now we have Joe Biden doubling down on the Beto O'Rourke gun confiscation, saying that he's going to allow him to take care of the gun, quote, problem here in America. Uh, We don't have a gun problem, we have a crime problem. And uh, I don't believe that stripping law-abiding citizens away from their right to keep and bear arms is going to solve that. If anything, it makes us more—it sus- makes us more safe, and it protects us to the fullest. I am a mother of four boys, and I uh, sleep very well at night, knowing that I have a great equalizer that can protect us against uh, someone who would cause imminent harm.
1: Thank you so much for that. And I got to tell you, I remember that clip like it was yesterday. I loved watching it. I know it made the rounds on the Internet. And you made such great points. And as always with liberals on this issue, Joe Biden doesn't even know how guns work. Earlier this year, Biden cussed at a union worker in Michigan and shushed another one when he was simply asked a question about the radical gun control he's pushing.
0: Well, he just
2: Hey, 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 there there is. Is. look, here's the deal, here's are you able to own a machine gun? I said, are you able one? I can't fit.
0: That's right. So rare 15 is illegal. I was out of the machine guns. No, it's not. Yeah, you need 100 rounds? Do you need 100 rounds? Do you need 100 rounds in America?
2: are
0: <laughs> i
1: Linda, two questions for you. How does Joe Biden's indignation toward gun owners demonstrate his hatred for the second amendment? And second, I've been around guns my whole life. I've never heard of it. What's this AR-14 Joe Biden's talking about?
2: Well, I'll address the second question first, Hogan. AR-14, I don't know. All I can figure is this is that mythical assault weapon that the liberal left keeps talking about. You know... I've heard of AR-15s. I've got a beautiful purple one. It's not evil black like they try to tell us. But this AR-14, I'm pretty sure that these are what take those high-capacity, full-auto clip magazine thingies (laughs) that they talk about. Uh You know... If you're going to be anti-gun or anti-anything, at least do your homework and be able to talk about it with the facts. Um, The fact is, the common citizen in the United States does not have assault weapons. If someone wants a full auto, anyone in the gun world knows You put a request into the government, you pay your $200 fee, you wait six, nine, 12 months, and uh, then you're granted the permission. Um, This myth of assault weapons in the United States, that's all it is. My sons are in the army. My son, when he's been deployed to Afghanistan five times, has carried what an assault weapon is. And my son, when he went to Africa, carried an assault weapon. So you know the Second Amendment. Anyone who's freedom-loving knows that our forefathers put the Second at the top of the list of the Constitution because it protects all of our other rights. And when we're seeing the left and Bidel uh, or uh, yeah <laughs> Bidel and Baden um wanting to restrict our gun rights we know what's going to come after that all of the rest of our rights absolutely and, and linda what's your son's name um, my oldest one is james and my youngest is zach did they both serve or just one they both serve in the army
1: oh well thank thank you so much uh for for those two two young men and thank them for their service as well we, absolutely we that of course Switching gears here just a bit, uh, Joe Biden's becoming the face of a radical left-wing movement to defund, dismantle, and dissolve our police departments. Biden even vilified our brave law enforcement heroes, calling them the enemy. Lauren, how dangerous is that kind of language from a major party candidate nominee? And what does it say about where the Democratic Party is in 2020?
0: Not only is this dangerous, it's disgusting. I stand with our law enforcement officers and anyone who would want to disband, dismantle, dissolve, uh, defund, uh, reallocate funds, however he would like to uh, address that for, or for whatever uh, cognitive state that Biden is in that particular day. Uh, it's, it's really disingenuous. Uh, we've been told as gun owners for so long that we don't need... Firearms, because it's the police's job to protect us. Well, now they want to do away with the police. So where does that leave us? I, I-, I think that leaves us being a well-regulated militia. And uh, um, uh, regulated does not mean uh, that DC officials get to overregulate everything that we do and put restrictions on uh, on gun ownership regulated whenever the Constitution uh, wrote was referring to the property being in proper working order and even well calibrated and uh, correct, uh, correctly functioning as it was intended. So uh, I think that we are we are taking care of our firearms as we should, and in that we need to be taking care of our police. I believe that our police officers should be fully funded, and uh, respected, they lay their lives on the line every single day to serve our country. And then we have uh, people from the Democrat party who want to end that. Uh, it's, It's very dangerous, it's not American, and we see the left really losing the center over this issue. They are going so extremely left, to the left of the party's platform, and it is very dangerous for America.
1: You're absolutely right, and one of the things you pointed to, and I think is very interesting, this argument that Democrats, the far left, and Joe Biden are telling you two things that make us less safe. One is, you can't own a firearm. You can't protect yourself. But two is, we want the police to stand down and not use any lethal force. Exactly. So they're leaving you vulnerable, because we've seen what's happening in these cities and towns across America with the lawlessness and the criminality. And now they're telling you not only you know, can you not protect yourself, but the police won't be there because we're going to defund them and we won't let them use force either. So it's really insidious. But thank you both ladies very much. We'll be right back after this short commercial break.
0: I'm Donald J. Trump, and I
1: approve this message. Welcome back to Team Trump Online. I'm Hogan Gidley, and I'm joined by Lauren Boebert and Linda Walker. President Trump has been a champion for your sacred Second Amendment right to keep and bear arms. Lauren, has there been another president in your lifetime who's supported gun owners' constitutional right more than President Trump?
0: I love uh, just how much President Trump stands to defend the Second Amendment. And even more than that, I love that he listens to the American people when there is an issue. Uh, He's not like a typical politician who just goes by the books and has already made up their mind. But he actually listens to the people. When uh, national red flag laws uh, came up in topic, he heard his constituents and how we don't want those. And they are very unconstitutional. And he backed off. That's what a leader does. A leader listens. I have personally had the opportunity to speak to President Donald Trump about our Second Amendment. And it is something that he will always defend. And uh, we are seeing very plainly that if Joe Biden were to have the presidency, we would not have a Second Amendment anymore. I believe that the Constitution of the United States would completely dissolve. Uh, In his words, he wants to fundamentally transform America. And the first step in that is to disarm the people. President Trump will never let that happen, and God bless him for it.
1: Thank you for that. And, you know, you, you guys have seen it, but President Trump has spoken powerfully many times about his support for police and the Second Amendment. Last month, the radical left was furious when he did it again, during his historic speech at Mount Rushmore. We support
0: the courageous men and women of law enforcement.
1: We will never abolish our police or our great second amendment, which gives us the right to keep and bear arms. Linda, with all the lawlessness happening uh, around the country in these Democrat-run cities, gun sales have skyrocketed. Why do you think that is?
2: Well, multiple reasons that keep stacking on top of each other. You know, between the liberal left and the media, and then we settle in on COVID in March, All these people become unemployed, and the fact is, when people become unemployed and they run out of money, crime goes up. Um, Next we go on to the rioting and the looting, and we're literally seeing cities across our nation burnt to the ground, and they're defunding our police officers, and so people literally are frightened, you know, we're talking about socialism in our country and I have had so many people who have never been interested in owning a gun contact me going, what do I get, where do I go? Well, unfortunately, you know, the FFL transfers in July were the record-breaking and you know the manufacturers of both firearms and ammunition they can't keep up Hmm. so you know people were frightened hopefully after president trump wins november 3rd we can settle down and um but you know the lawlessness needs to stop
1: i absolutely agree you know Joe Biden clearly wants to defund the police. He said it many times. And and this president, Donald Trump, wants to defend the police. Now, defund and defend are only separated by one letter, but it means such a dra- dramatic difference for the people across this country. Those policies could not be further apart, and they will absolutely make us less safe. And, you know, the National Association of police organiza- orga- organizations rather, recently endorsed President Trump's reelection campaign. NAPO represents more than 1,000 police associations and 241,000 sworn officers. And they previously endorsed the Obama-Biden Obama- presidential ticket in both 2008 and 2012. So Lauren, over to you. Why are the overwhelming majority of law enforcement groups changing course and now proudly endorsing President Trump over Joe Biden?
0: Because President Trump is the law and order president. He's willing to do the heavy lifting in Portland and Seattle and in uh, all of these Democrat-run cities where they seem absolutely intent on being lawless and allowing a crime to take place, and they want to defund the police, and they're putting businesses and people's safety at risk. I went down to Denver and took action and scrubbed the graffiti Off of the people's house because nothing else was being done. And I believe that uh, we are seeing more law enforcement uh, officers and uh, NAPO coming out and supporting President Trump because they know that he has their back and he will actually take action. We are tired of DC politics as usual. We are over politicians promising us everything and then getting into office and forgetting who they work for. They work. For the people. We're done with out-of-touch politicians. We want real leaders like President Trump.
1: Thank you so much for that. And I have to say, you know, every time I see a politician uh, like Joe Biden come out and say, these things are in these cities and towns are just peaceful protests. When you're seeing the riots and the looting, the burning churches, the graffiti, as you said, burning federal buildings with people inside of them, you know, it's a flat out lie. And I think the American people are beginning to see that and just how dangerous a Joe Biden administration would be. Well, ladies, I want to get your final thoughts in just a moment. But before we do that, we need as many of you as possible to join our efforts to make America great again this November. Here's how you can get involved. As always, be sure to text Trump to 88022. That's Trump to 88022. Download the Trump 2020 app from the App Store today, available for the iPhone and Android. And here you can register for events, become a volunteer and earn exclusive prizes. Well, Lauren and Linda, before we end the show, what message would you like to give some final thoughts to the American people?
0: I want the American people to be encouraged. We live in the greatest country in the world, and we have uh, the greatest documents that ensure that we will always remain the greatest. Uh, We have a president who is wanting to put America first and who has put America first. And not only has he done that, but he's also pioneered the way for citizens to step up and serve their country. That's why I'm getting involved. That's why I have announced my candidacy for the United States House of Representatives here in Colorado's third congressional district. And you can do the same. You can step up and start serving at a local level to make sure our freedoms do not go away. President Ronald Reagan said it best. Freedom is always a generation away from being lost. And I believe that we are so close to that right now. As a mother of four, there is a mandate on my life to secure the nation that I'm sending my children out into. And I do not want to send them into AOC's socialist nation. I will do everything that I can to defend freedom. We always hear that this is the most important election of our lifetime. I'm here to say that this November 3rd election could be the last, most important election of our lifetime. Freedom is on the ballot. And if we don't win big in November, just like Joe Biden promised, America will be fundamentally transformed and America as we know it will be no more. The Democrats will have complete control and we will no longer have the rights and the freedoms that we so dearly love and cherish. So encourage everyone around you to go out and vote. Your voice matters, and we need your voice to be heard now more than ever. The silent majority needs to stand up and stand strong with President Trump and other leaders who will help his agenda go forward.
2: Thank you all, and God bless you.
1: Lauren, that is a powerful, powerful message. Linda, final
2: thoughts? Oh, you know... I truly believe God did send President Trump to us. He was the right person that we needed at the right time. We need him for another four years. You know, he is the most pro-gun uh, president that we have had for a very, very long time in this country. You know, last year at the NRA annual meetings. He took the stage and he unsigned the UN Arms Trade Treaty. Anyone who knows anything about that, John Kerry signed on to that under the Obama years. Although it didn't go into effect, what happens with a treaty is it can sit there dormant. And none of us can predict what kind of president, what kind of Senate and Congress that we end up with it could have sat there for 40 years and down the road, we would have been signed into the arms trade treaty. Um, We would have had the rest of the world regulating our second amendment rights. So it was awesome to experience that firsthand with him. You know, President Trump has two sons, Don and Eric, who live and breathe the Second Amendment. That is their lifestyle. And we're fortunate to have a president who has people in his family that are like that. And as Lauren said, this isn't a left or right election. This is a freedom or a socialist election. You know, when we go to vote on November 3rd we're voting for freedom. Or we're voting to become another Venezuela. You know, anyone who was born in the mid 60s or earlier, which is me, um, I've lived a lot of history. And, you know, I grew up during the Cold War of having the threat of Cuba 90 miles off of our border. Mm. I grew up during the Vietnam War to hear the nightly death count. Of our troops. And I lived during the Reagan era when he said to Gorbachev, take down this wall. Right. And, you know, our world had so much communism in it in the 60s and 70s. I don't want to see that happen again. Most certainly not in our country. So, We need everybody to show up on November 3rd and go cast your vote for freedom and for President Trump.
1: Those are great points, Linda, and elections have consequences. There's no doubt about that. Right. Thank thank you so much to our guests tonight, Lauren Boebert and Linda Walker, for joining us. And thank you to all of our patriots at home for watching. We'll see everyone again next time. God bless you and God bless America.